Hello, my name is Holuwa Tosin Adedui, founder at Holata Educate. Welcome to the third lesson in the Good Mindset and Experience Design model of Skill Opportunities by Holata Educate. Once again, I am so proud and delighted about your capacity to receive wisdom. The reviews on discussion groups have been mind-blowing. Your questions are so distinct and it reflects how interested you are in gaining knowledge and wisdom to make yourself better. I am so proud of you. Now, how did you find the second lesson on forgiveness and healing? What are you now doing differently? Did you discover, based on the assignment you got, areas you need to forgive yourself? Were you able to unpack things that had probably happened years before now, months before now, things that you probably have forgotten about but are still deep in your consciousness and continue to hurt you? Did you eventually forgive yourself? Again, did you eventually forgive others? Did you identify people you are still holding hurt and animosity in your heart towards? And were you able to forgive these people and let them go? Remember I said that unforgiveness is allowing people live in your mind or in your brain rent-free. Remember the analogy I gave of creating a room in your father's house for someone and feeding them food, fruits, you know, buying them new clothes, making them all very comfortable at your own expense that is what unforgiveness does to you so you want to make sure you forgive yourself you forgive others and you also ask for forgiveness in areas that you need to today we are talking about one of my favorite topics to discuss in the entire world (laughs) now you might feel like okay are you saying all the previous lessons are not your favorite no but what I mean is the culmination of all of those lessons, including the one we will discuss tomorrow, is like a peak aspect of what we are discussing today, and that is the wellness wheel. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about the wellness wheel. I'm going to discuss. I'm going to discuss why the wellness wheel is important. Before I continue, I want you to sit well and enlarge your capacity to receive wisdom. It is important for you to make a decision in your mind whenever you are reading a book, whether you're, whenever you are listening to an audio lesson or you are watching a video lesson, whenever you are interacting with a material that is capable of making your life better, ensure you consciously decide to enlarge your capacity to receive wisdom. It is important. Every time you gain access or you buy a book, every time you you get a recording, every time you decide that, okay, I want to read this book because I know it has capacity to make me better, the wisdom in it, the strategies that, that I would read, everything I would read in this book or everything I would hear in this audio or video lesson has the capacity to make me better. You need to make a conscious decision that... You are actually going to receive the wisdom and knowledge. You will sift it and then you will make it relevant to where you are and use it to get it to where you want to be. Don't just read for reading's sake. 
don't listen to an audio lesson because you were asked to don't read because that's the new book in vogue and that's what everybody is reading don't watch a video lesson don't listen to an audio lesson because i mean bandwagon effects don't do that and even if you do that make a conscious decision that this material would benefit me this material would make me better because i'm going to listen and i'm going to apply everything that is shared in it now let's go to the lesson of today the wellness wheel the wellness wheel illustrates a wellness model with seven dimensions the dimensions include emotional intellectual social physical financial environmental and spiritual aspects of life now let me say that again the wellness wheel illustrates a wellness model with seven dimensions now there are other yeah if, if you if you go online and you search the wellness wheel there are probably wellness wheels with 20 dimensions 6 50 dimensions 30 dimensions but the primary model of the wellness wheel was six when it was founded in 1976 and we talked to us about the origin but the standard dimensions which is commonly used in experience design and growth mindset classes today is seven and we'll be working with that today now the wellness field illustrates a wellness model with seven dimensions which includes emotional intellectual environmental physical social financial or occupational in some instances so sometimes you can see financial and some you can replace that with occupational and spiritual dimensions all of these dimensions are interconnected and they are important to a well-rounded and balanced lifestyle i want you to know that at the intersect of the wellness wheel is you the individual is the individual wellness so this is not just it's not just a design or a concept that is meant to sound cool the idea is that as you work on different areas of your life that intersects together, you'll be a whole person. So let me give this example. Someone can be um, physically well, but they are not emotionally well. Now someone can be intellectually sound, but they are poor in managing relationships. They don't know how to build connections. They don't know how to maintain good friends. They don't know, you know, they don't have self-awareness. They don't know how to forgive. And because of they don't know how to forgive and do all of this, it affects their relationships. They, they keep pushing people away. Now, that kind of person, although they are very intellectual, they are brilliant, you know, they are um, bookish. <laughs> Let me use that word. They are bookish but they, they don't do well around people now another person can be emotionally sound i mean they are emotionally intelligent but they don't care about their environment they don't you know they, they, they don't care about climate change they don't care about the keeping the head in which they live their own part of the world they don't care about keeping it safe for new generations to come and ensuring that even the people living in that environment at this time get to live in a place that is free of toxins released by plastics and all of those things so the climate change conversation is 
a whole different thing entirely but that's just an example of someone who is not environmentally well so it's possible to be emotional intelligence and then you don't care about your environment so there's no balance like that the concept of the wellness rule seeks to ensure that you are well-rounded in all seven dimensions and again i said the seven dimensions are emotional intellectual physical social financial environmental and spiritual dimensions i would like you to know that wellness is not merely the absence of illness or distress it's not enough for you not to be sick of course i am so excited and i'm happy to know that you are well physically i'm happy to know that you're not sick and i keep praying that you remain healthy physically but that is not what wellness is wellness involves striving for positive physical mental and social well-being it is a lifelong process of making decisions that supports a more balanced life and enables you to maximize your potential so the idea is that you are sound physically you are sound your mind is sound mentally you are sound and socially you are also sound it's important for all of these factors to come together all of these factors coming together is what makes a whole and balanced human being and that is why with skill up for teenagers we have designed a curriculum that covers all aspects of human life so we are talking about social and emotional learning we are teaching you life skills we are teaching you technology skills because we are now in an ever-evolving workforce things are changing the skills required for work the skills required in the marketplace keep changing almost every month and so we are balancing this program we're balancing skill up for teenagers by to educate to ensure that we touch on all different aspects that requires that you need to become a, a person of excellence so we're talking about social and emotional learning if you look at it all of this week we've been talking about the mind we've talked about forgiveness we've talked about self-awareness we've talked about and now we are talking about the wellness rule so we are doing all of this to ensure that you are not just you are not just um, good in one aspect and then you are scoring 10 over 100 in other aspects so it's just like um, when you're in secondary school picture picture yourself in class you're good in maths but your english is terrible no we don't want you to be like that we want you to be whole so you need to be mentally sound you need to be socially well and you need to be financially well you need to be spiritually sound you need to be physically sound you need to be emotionally intelligent and you need to have commercially viable skills for you to enjoy a whole life like i said this is a lifelong process of making decisions that supports a more balanced life and enables you to maximize your potential now we are going to talk about a lot of things today and i'm going to share them again i've talked to you about what the wellness wheel is i'm going to talk to you about the origin of the wellness wheel i'll talk to you about why the wellness wheel is important and i will share what the seven dimensions of the wellness wheel is now let's get to it in 1976 dr bill co-founded the national wellness institute and 
he co-founded this institute based on the principles that human beings could live better, healthier lives if they paid attention to balance and awareness in various areas of their life. Look at what is coming up again, awareness. So the origin of what we know today as the wellness wheel is that in 1976, Dr. Bill Heater co-founded the National Wellness Institute. Now, when he co-founded this institute, it led him to create a model known as the Six Dimensions of Wellness. And that was the first example of what we know today as the wellness wheel. This simple model was more hexagonal. So picture the hexagon shape because it was six. Just picture it in your mind, your dimension. So the six dimensions of wellness was in an hexagon shape. It was not wheel shaped like we have it today with the six separate sections each containing a different aspect of life now the diagram helps to visualize the fact that all these aspects are joined together and each of them has an effect on our lives and we are at the center of the wheel like i said earlier the wellness wheel is not just something to sound cool like you know just another document just a buzzword oh it is not a buzzword it's not something to sound cool it's actually something that each area of the wheel, each dimension of the wheel has an effect on our lives. Now, why is the wellness wheel important? I know you're probably thinking, Tosin, this is not a psychology class. We've been talking so much about the mind. We talked about forgiveness in day two lesson. We talked about self-awareness in the first lesson. We are doing all of this because, like I said in the first lesson, your mind is the seat of power. If your mind is not right, if you don't get your mindset right, if you don't have a positive mind shift, even if we teach you the most viable of skills. So what are the viable skills today? We talk about coding, web development. We talk about front-end development, back-end development. We talk about design. So when we talk about design, we're talking about user experience design, user user interface design. We are talking about user research we are talking about um what are those skills i mean a lot of skills today we're talking about product design we are talking about machine learning all of those skills that you know okay if i learn this skill, i have a good shot in the job market if you learn a hard skill if you learn a vocational and technical skill and you don't get your mind right you know you can be earning so much and then it just looks like you are not earning anything because you are so unhappy your your life is so incoordinated you don't have good relationships you you are not happy you're not fulfilled even though you're making so much so this is why we are laying this foundation with the concept of the mindset now back to the question i raised why is the wellness wheel important the theory is that the wellness wheel helps to balance the different areas of your life now when you balance the different areas of your life you start to find that your life will improve now balance is relative balance has to do with what your present reality is in your house as a teenager picture yourself do you have siblings do you have older brothers or older sisters do you have younger brothers or younger sisters are you living with your parents or do you live with your guardian 
Now, by the time I explain the dimensions of the wellness wheel, I want you to relate this to your own life because you're going to be doing a lot of assignments. So I want you to relate this to your life. It's a bit more than you not getting healed, like I said. The wellness wheel is bigger than you not falling sick. It's about making the most of your life. It's about living your life to its fullest and maintaining a continuous positive activity to keep you healthy and happy. There is only little you can do if you don't feel fulfilled and if you don't feel happy. Now, I would like you to know that there are always opportunities for enhancing your wellness. There are always opportunities. There are always opportunities for enhancing your wellness. Picture when you saw this flyer. Maybe your teacher told you about skill up for teenagers or your parents or someone shared it on WhatsApp or your mom saw it on Facebook or your older sister saw it somewhere and then shared it with you. You could have said, ah, I'm not interested. What is this? An online program? What are they teaching? We're not going to school. This is where we're supposed to be resting. And you know, you just start to make excuses. But you saw this as an opportunity to grow and then you applied. A lot of other people also applied. Many people apply, well, let me just apply. So my sister won't say she sent it to me and I didn't apply. And some people feel like, oh, I want to apply because I really need this program. So you applied and then you got him. Now, it is not enough for you to get him. The best way to get the most out of an opportunity like this is to make sure you draw. You draw all the wisdom. You draw all the knowledge and you begin to act on it. You begin to act on it. And as you begin to act on it, you start to see difference in your lifestyle. You start to see difference in the things that you expect. Because until you take action, nothing changes. Now, a good place to start enhancing your wellness is self-reflection and goal-setting. Self-reflection and goal-setting. What does it mean to self-reflect? It means you sit down. Yesterday, I talked about getting a journal and writing things down. I also talked about it in the first lesson we had. So, sit with yourself. Call a board meeting with yourself and look at your life. Look at your life in the last, if you're 17. Let, let, I'm going to use two examples. So if you're 17, for example, you probably got really aware when you were... Let me say you got aware when you were nine. That's just an example. And look back. That's eight years ago. What have you done? What are the decisions you have made that has brought you to where you are today? You've made decisions in your life. You might feel, oh, Tosi... Most of the decisions is my parents that have been making it. No, you've made some decisions too. Although some decisions were not in your control, but you've made some decisions yourself based on your preference, based on what you liked. Maybe when you got to GSS1 and you went to GS1, GS2, and GS3, by the time you were going to SS1, you, 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 have, you probably made a decision yourself to go to science class instead of art, go to commercial class instead of science class. So that's also a decision. And that kind of decision also has an impact in what you're doing now, where you are now as a 17-year-old in a senior secondary school class. So you've also made decisions. So reflect. All of decisions 
you have made till now how far have they brought you do you feel like they are serving you well has it made you better is there something you need to change do you need to pause and say that okay i made this decision two years ago i decided that i'm going to be in art class but right now i don't think art class is for me I feel like I want to do something more with numbers, financial modeling, accounting. So decide, if you're in SS3 already, it's probably too late for you to change. So what can you do? You go online and you start to read materials on the area you are interested in. Maybe you've even done your work and by now you see that you're not interested in pursuing an hard course in the university. Now, what can you do when you self-reflect? And you identify a problem it's not enough to start blaming yourself remember i said in our self-awareness lesson that self-criticism is different from self-awareness yes the mistake has happened now what can i do differently this is how i want you to approach your self-reflection moments every time always ask yourself yes this has happened this has happened i can't turn back the hand of time i can't change it what can i do now that will give me a better opportunity in the future so that by the time you look back on that moment of your self-reflection you can say oh on this particular day i discovered that i could have done something well two years ago but now that i am aware i decided to take another turn and i made a decision that has now served my future better Another place to enhance your wellness is goal setting. So set goals that align with your values, that align with where you want to go as a person, that aligns with the vision that you have seen for your life, that aligns with the kind of life that you want to live. So there are two ways to start enhancing your wellness. One is self-reflection and the second is goal setting. Now, I'm going to talk to you about the seven dimensions of the wellness wheel. The wellness wheel describes the integration of seven important dimensions of wellness. Seven important dimensions of wellness. Now, when you say someone is well, what you're saying is they are emotionally sound. Their emotions are not all over the place. They have self-control. They're emotionally intelligent. They know how to manage people. They know how to manage your hunger. They don't just burst. They don't give an outburst when they're angry. They don't react to. They don't react to the behavior of others. They don't. They don't say, "Okay, this is what you, you've done. This is what I'm going to do to pay you back and show you that it's not only you that sense that kind of thing that we do." No, an emotionally intelligent person is collected. They are very centered. So when you see someone is centered, it means. They have self-awareness and they know that whatever they do will have a consequence irrespective of what the other person has done now it is legitimate it might be true that someone has done something that that didn't you know that didn't make sense that did not make you happy now you can compound that problem by responding in the way that they have behaved so you can choose to respond in a better way not because of them but because of your own peace of mind please don't forget this so we also have environmental dimension and this has to do with the world in which you live in intellectual dimension has to do with your brain how you are developing your mind 
how you are giving your mind new information and expanding the capacity of what your brain can do. Now I said the financial wellness is also called occupational in some instances and this has to do with how you earn, save and invest money. Now physical dimension has to do with your body, how you take care of your body, how you keep your body with nutrients, how you stretch your body through exercise and all of that. Then there's the social dimension. This has to do with your connectedness and relationship with people. Do you have people in your life who helps you grow? Do you have people in your life who are deliberate about your success? Who have made it their personal ambition to see that this person who is my friend, as long as we are friends, as long as we are together, I will continue to contribute to their wellness. I'll continue to contribute to things that make them happy, things that make them grow, and things that make them succeed. Do you have people like that in your life? And are you someone like that? Are you a person like that to another person? Then, the last one is spiritual. So this has to do with the concept of worship, understanding your belief, your values, and ethics that guide your life. So in this part of the world, we have several religions. We have the... We have Christianity, we have Islam, we have African traditional religion. The spiritual wellness has to do with understanding beliefs and choosing choosing your worship in a way that adds value and truly contributes to your overall well-being. So this is also a key aspect of wellness. Lastly, we have the yes we have the spiritual and that's just that's what i just explained at the center of the wellness wheel again is you all of these things radiate around you to achieve true wellness each of these aspects needs to be carefully balanced so think of think of a scale when a scale is balanced it means that it is standing well it is erect it is strong and it can stay on its own. So many times when you need someone struggling is because an area of their life is probably not sound. You can wonder and say, is it possible to be well all the time? Yes and no. Yes and no because challenges are part of life and there are times that challenges come into your life and you are struggling. You are struggling with finding your, your wellness. You are struggling with balance. You are struggling with what exactly is happening to me? What am I doing? What's happened to my grades in school? Why did I score? E. What do we call this now? E. What in class? D7 or E8 instead of B or A. And in that area, we can, in, in your stage of life now, we can. Put that area of your life under your occupational and intellectual dimensions. Now, at that time, you are not achieving balance in that area. But what can you do to achieve balance? You can find what the problem is and you route it. Once you find what the problem is, maybe you need to study more or there is a concept you don't understand in that lesson. Once you discover what the model is and what the challenge is, you work on it. And by the time you work on it, you are back to your wellness now i am going to talk about each of the dimensions of wellness the first one i'll talk about is emotional will 
the emotional will has to do with maintaining a healthy emotional life now maintaining a healthy emotional life is important to your overall wealth some ways to stay healthy emotionally includes managing your stress level making sure you are on top of your schoolwork getting eight hours of sleep asking for help 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 I said that more than two times. Many of us don't know how to ask for help. It is important for you to ask for help. The fact that you are not alone in this world means that you are going to need people. And if you are going to need people, the best way to let them know you need them is to ask. So emotional health is vital. And we react differently to things such as stress. Stress comes in different ways. Stress can come in form of your schoolwork, Stress can come when you're not sleeping or resting well. Stress can come when you're always fighting and disagreeing with your siblings or your friends. You're always arguing about something. And by the time you finish the conversation, you just you find out that you don't feel good at all. You're so stressed. Now, to balance your emotional dimension, to balance your emotional health, you must find out ways and deliberately reduce conversations that do not hurt your goals there are some people that when you finish talking to them you just feel tired you don't you don't you don't feel productive to do any other thing because the entire conversation was stressing you so you want to stop doing things like that you want to stop putting yourself in instances and situations that make you stressed then you need to get enough sleep get enough sleep get enough sleep Get enough sleep. Another way to develop your emotional wellness is not to be self-critical. I talked about the fact that self-criticism is not self-awareness. Don't be self-critical and be confident in your abilities. There are things that you do well. There are things that you can do well. There are things that are your strengths. And of course, there are things that you are weak at. Now, when you discover things that you are weak at, don't be afraid to seek for help. Ask for help from other people who are skilled at those things. And then if you find out that beyond everything I've talked about here, your emotion is all over the place, make sure you get advice and you seek help. Talk to a counselor, talk to your parents, talk to your older sibling, talk to an adult you respect and someone you know genuinely loves you and desires to see you succeed. It's important to do this to maintain your emotional wellness. Now the next aspect of wellness i'm going to discuss is intellectual wellness and this has to do with staying curious and engaged in learning new things there is a quote a popular quote that says when you stop learning you're dying now you need to engage your mind and the way to engage your mind is to stay curious stay curious always be always want to learn new things it's important to sharpen your brain by desiring to learn new things learn new things engage in creative activities play the chess for example play ludo will ludo make you creative (laughs) you're probably wondering why i said ludo but just play something that engages your brain engage in creative activities go paint bowling Play ball, play football, excite your body, stretch your mind, 
as you as you as you move your body your mind moves so read for pleasure be aware of social and political issues know what is happening in your country know what is happening in nigeria know what is happening in the house of assembly know what is happening across the world engage your mind then find out the things that you are interested in and when you find out the things that you are interested in look for other people that are interested in the same thing and build relationship with them so that you can have stimulating conversations on those things so have you discovered that when you are talking to someone that speaks or that discusses the same thing you are interested in there's a way your, your heart and your face lights up so you want to do this your brain is a marvelous thing and it soaks up knowledge like a sponge whenever you learn something new your brain makes a connection between neurons and it strengthens strengthens itself and even replaces other bridges lost over time when you neglect your brain this action stops taking place so to maintain intellectual wellness make sure you keep the learning process going if you can make sure you read at least a chapter of a book a day stay learning stay curious attend seminars attend conferences now there is lockdown there's coronavirus so attending physical conferences is restricted but look for events online that are related to things that you are interested in some of you are interested in graphic design look for graphic design trainings look for how someone else in another country is designing learn from them don't restrict yourself to a particular location don't restrict yourself to lagos don't restrict yourself to abuja don't restrict yourself to just expand your mind expand the capacity of your mind to receive knowledge and when you do this you are cultivating intellectual wellness by doing this you're expanding your mind you're telling your mind that there's a lot more we can do than what you're doing and your mind is listening now the third one that we are going to talk about the third dimension we'll talk about is financial wellness now this has to do with taking steps to live within your current financial means and planning for a few a a secure financial future now you are taking steps to live within your current financial means note that i said current because your financial wellness is designed in a way that it should increase you should earn more when you give value any money is always about the concept of value give value help some solve a problem help someone make their life better by solving a problem for them for them and by doing that they will pay you now how do you secure your future financial health you do this by planning financially creating a budget creating products not just being a consumer so have you ever asked yourself that you buy things every day but what are people buying from you what can people pay you for what can they buy from you what can they say oh i just sent twenty thousand to your accounts because i need you to help me do this is it because they need you to help you design a flyer or they need you to bake a cake for them or they need you to make a an illustration for them a design illustration or they need you to build a website or they need you to do something of value so a way to be financially well is to make sure you are exchanging value you are exchanging value you are exchanging value 
it's all about value it's all about value it's all about value it's important to keep your financial health balanced because the truth is if you don't have you will not feel good if you don't have to give if you don't have to if you don't have when you need it let me put it that way if you don't have when you need it there is a level of unhappiness that you will feel so it's important for you to make sure you're financially well now i'm going to talk about physical wellness physical wellness now this involves moving your body exercising eating well balanced meal and well balanced meal which is nutrition sleeping managing stress receiving preventive preventative medical and dental care and making sure that your physical health is sound how do you make sure your physical health is sound you eat well balanced meal eat nutritious meals get exercise move your body when you wake up in the morning stretch your hands stretch your legs jump use the skipping rope if you can if you don't have access to a gym use a skipping rope walk take a walk walk from street one to street to walk with your friends walk with your older siblings or your younger siblings just do something that moves your body and when you do this you are making yourself financially physically well pardon me now the next one is social wellness now social wellness involves having a strong social network that can give you support and guidance when you need it this is important for two reasons. It's important for you to give people support and guidance when you, when they need it. And it's also important for you to receive support and guidance when you need it. Now, you cannot live this life alone. No great thing happens alone. It takes a village. And when they say it takes a village, what it means is that it takes a group of like-minded people with the same core value to live a balanced life. So you want to identify your support system, your support network. In the next lesson on community of courage, I will teach you how to build friendships and relationships that support your goal, that support your purpose and support the aspirations you have for your life. So social wellness is important because you would definitely need guidance at a point in your life. Either guidance from mentors, guidance from friends, guidance from parents. You will always need guidance. Now. These relationships also help when you are stressed or you need stress relief. Sometimes just talking to a friend or an older person just takes away all the stress. The next thing on the the wellness wheel dimension is environmental wellness. And this has to do with taking care of your environment, taking care of your personal surroundings. By taking care of your personal surroundings, you make the world you make your part of the world a better place to live for yourself and for others how do you do this start from your room declutter your room there are some bottles there are some cans some milk cans some nylon bag some conflicts um conflicts what is this now conflicts carton indomie carton all of those junks that you kept in the room, take it away, throw it away, declutter your room. When I say declutter, it means you are giving room, you are taking out things that does not hurt to your life and you are leaving space open. So when you declutter your room, recycle your trash. Don't throw things in the gutter, don't throw things on the floor, don't be in a bus and you throw things out of the window. 
Another way to contribute to environmental wellness is to volunteer. Volunteer to clean up your streets, volunteer to clean up your environment. There are a lot of organizations that do clean up around the streets. You can volunteer with these organizations and join them to make your part of the world better. Now, the last dimension on the wheel is spiritual. The last dimension on the wheel is spiritual. Now, the first thing I would like you to know is that there is more to life than mere physical things. So, to be spiritual has to do with you getting a concept of belief and relationship with God. So, based on the religion you practice, you want to make sure that you are dedicated and committed. Make sure you set aside time for you have a personal time of worship, you have a personal time of prayer, and you have a personal time of meditation. I mentioned three things. Make sure you have a personal time of worship where you give gratitude, you give thanks, and you have a personal time of meditation. You have a personal time of meditation where you engage with materials of your religion and use those materials to make yourself better. Another area to be spiritually well is to practice mindfulness. And this is one of the things we talked about in the self-awareness dimension. Be mindful. Be mindful. Be mindful because there is more to life than what you are seeing now. There is more to life than the physical things you are seeing. So be mindful. Dedicate yourself. Dedicate a personal time of worship to God. Dedicate a personal time of study of scriptures. Dedicate a personal time of, of meditation. Depending on how many days you have to pray, how, how many times in a day you pray, how many times in a day you read, how many times in a day you practice worship, make sure this is part of your day. Don't just wake up and pick your phone and start chatting on WhatsApp. It is not healthy. So to be spiritually well and to practice spiritual wellness is to tidy up this area of your life. I hope you've gained so much from listening to the lesson in this module on the wellness wheel. Till I see you again in the last lesson. Bye.